What is up, everyone? This is Caleb Smith, and you're listening to Living Life with the Boss Man. This is a lifestyle podcast where anything goes and everything we talked about. Today's episode is entitled The Boss Man and the Event Mastermind. Today's special guest is Emily Gibbs. She is the event mastermind for the factory and the alley, both in Gadsden. And she is also the go-to lady here at the alley. We go to her pretty much everything. Please welcome Emily Gibbs. Hello. And we'll be right back for segment one. So, Emily, I guess we'll talk, you know, kind of how we have been the last few episodes. How did you, first of all, how did you meet Beth Ann, our owner, and how did you kind of get the job at the factory first? So, I have been with this um, particular set of managers and company for about six and a half years now. Um, I've been at the factory since they opened, um, they were open about four months, and I saw they were hiring for the um, cafe. So, I went in, and I put in my application, and they started me out as a party hostess because they said I was older, of course, Mm -hmm. 38, and don't look at a minute over 20. Oh, no. no. Anyway, um, so they said, you're older, you are going to fit in, like, you'll know what the moms want, we want you in the party part, and your your customer service, like, just all that stuff, that's what we want, we don't want you in the cafe, kind of wasted, and I was like, okay, cool, so I started out, actually, as a party hostess, making minimum wage, um, and just kind of worked my way up. Within a year, I was already up in management and then just kind of moved up from there. Yeah. And um, did, were you involved in the process of, like, starting the alley and when we started? I was. Um, it was spoken about maybe three and a half years ago we were talking about doing another adventure um we had opened a factory in gulf shores on top of the one that we have here in gadsden so we wanted to do something different we had done a a golf course and we kind of let that go we are not golfers (laughs) so we were like let's try a different form let's try bowling family entertainment which is what we know so um i've kind of been on board since the build out and um now, hopefully, getting ready to open another location oh, yeah. uh, in a different place. I don't know if we're allowed to say, so I won't say much, but um, good things coming. Oh, yeah, definitely. There are always good things here. Yes, definitely. we're bringing so, the fun. Yeah, you are the, you know, we talked to Alexis last episode. She's kind of like the party lead, but you are the party queen. Like, I, Alexis, we almost called you that, but we say that for you because you are the party queen. Correct. She is my assistant. Mm-hmm. Um She's my go-to girl, I guess. Um, She's my extension, my go-go gadget arm. Um, She is the girl that I go to when I need stuff done, and there's only one of me, so I needed two of me. Um, And she is that person for me. Um, I have Cece that is my assistant at the factory as well. So there's a couple of me. Um, and we together bring the fun, the events, the parties, the field trips, the all the good stuff to Gadsden, yeah. Alabama. And you've also taken on a new role technically as the silent um, league manager for the alley as well. Right? I am. Yeah. I am over. I am the league I guess I am the league manager. Yeah. I was yeah. trying to think of what they called it, but I can't You're remember. You're secretary because that's what they are for the yeah. individual. Yeah. We have um, a couple of secretaries, and I didn't know the first thing about bowling because <laughs> oh, yeah. I am not a sports person at all. I'm the one that yells, touchdown in baseball, <laughs> like don't know anything about yeah. football or anything at all about any sports. Um, I like to watch people watch so I like races because that's fun to watch yeah. people but um I just don't know anything about sports so I had to do a lot of like 
bowling dictionary googling. Yeah. So that There's was so fun. Much. I mean, there is so much. Because I remember the first time I worked a league, Emily was here as kind of as a, as the manager that day, and I called her for about everything because they'd say I need a four or five on six, and I'm like, what does that mean? You know, yeah. Like, and they're like a blackout on this yeah. lane. I'm like, oh what? Or, All right, lane's old right. I'm like, I don't know. Old pattern, what's uh, that? We get, so, we get fired up at old patterns. I mean, they we do. do. They do. They I'm do. like, there's literally only one in the machine. I know. There's it's... literally nothing else it could be, but they are not going to take our word for it. They think they're professionals. Oh, yeah. They are. They well, are. And, in their own and there's a money prize involved at the there end. There is. So that's why they get fired up. About that and I, I get that. I get that. How much is it, you know? I don't. I know there's a lineage that they pay. They pay a certain amount. Some of it comes to um, us as a lineage. Some of it goes into their prize fund. Some of it is yeah. the secretary's fund as well. So um, they get a big prize chunk at the end. And I know this season was cut short from COVID. Yeah. So um, Guys and Dolls, which is our Monday Night First League, actually ends this next week. Oh, really? Wow. Uh-huh. And there's only about three or four weeks left for the other leagues. Then we start summer leagues. Miss um, Patsy, she's got a casino league I'm pretty excited about. Oh, and if I had to pick favorites, what? Okay, Marianne, though. I love her. Yeah, Marianne is, she's secretary for Guys and Dolls and also for the Mid-South on Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. So and then you have Bill Leach, yeah. which used to own Paradise Lanes in Rainbow City. Yeah. Um, he comes and bowls on Monday nights as well. Then we have Patsy, who's precious. Oh, yes. And she does Tuesday night mixed and Wednesday morning, which is my favorite league. What is that? Is that Magic? Um, it is the Magic Four. It's a senior women league. They oh, like to yeah. – a lot of the leagues don't like music. They don't like TV on, stuff like that. They, this particular league, loves jukebox 60s music, which is bobbing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're so cute. They come in. There's one lady on the league. Her name is Dot. She is 90 years old. Her She's birthday comes – um, let's see, her birthday's on the 21st of this month. Oh, She's going to be 91. She's going to be my spotlight bowler on Facebook because I run the social media for the Facebook page. Yeah. And she's going to be my spotlight bowler. That woman is precious. She runs, like, has, like, three jobs and bowls. Like, all these women are amazing. Yeah. They're so active, and I, I admire that. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you a funny story about Patsy the first time I met her. Mm-hmm. And for the sake of this podcast, I will use some not cheap choice words that Patsy did. She's just this little old lady. And um, I'll insert some cleaner version words. And she had lost her ball. And that's like a big thing because they pay a lot of money for these bowling balls. They're all personalized, you know? Yes. And she lost it. We could not find it that whole morning. And this is around Christmas time. And I said, she said, I found my ball. I said, where was it, Patsy? She said, it was in my dang bag. And I was like, Patsy, <laughs> that sounds like something she would say. Absolutely. Know? And then oh, there's yeah. Marianne. Marianne. Yeah. And Marianne. No, 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 not Marianne. Marie. Marie. Marie is the only one. She does Thursday morning. So she's yeah. only got one league. Um, and then Bill Leach only has the one league. So They apparently used to be called Men City. And then they started allowing women. Yeah. So they had to do the City Monday League. City, yeah. Monday City or something like that. Yeah. They're so all really nice. If you have one or two inside tips you give as the event mastermind, what would that be to some people who'd be like, I've never been to the alley. What do I need to do? Okay. So I have a couple, I guess they're tips or pet peeves. I don't know. But my biggest thing is, and I made a TikTok about this, but so as a party planner, people call, they book their events with me. And they have to give me their email because that's a form of communication. Definitely have, if you want a dirty email, that's totally fine. But have a separate one for, like, 
people like me that you would give your email to because you're having to read this off to a live person. So you wouldn't believe how many women are booking their child's birthday party. And I'm like, okay, what's your email address? And they're like, I'm not allowed to say some I, of them. It'll know, be like um, Midnight Eyes 69 <laughs> for you. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> or sugar daddy's baby girl um, and i'm uh, like really? could you just I've put never. your first dot last name at gmail like <laughs> yeah. have a separate email for oh, yeah. whatever you want These and then a birthday. professional yeah. one yes so have a semi-neutral email that you can give out to people so they don't look at you like okay you know yeah where are these dollar bills coming <laughs> from you know what i mean oh, yeah. <laughs> and then um i feel like um, another good tip would be just be nice and know that right now is a tough time. Everybody is having a hard time, but no matter what, like I know we are here to put on the best event for you, the best party for you. Just be nice to the people. Like yeah. I say this because y'all are like my kids mm-hmm. and a lot of y'all are younger. So some, I don't know why people that are older think they can talk to you guys certain ways, like the leaguers or oh, yeah. angry party moms think that if they downgrade you guys that they'll get something for free. But if you come at me with an angry attitude, I'm not going to give you what you want. I'm just going to be courteous and I'm going to just write you off yeah. and fix your problem. But I'm not going to be overly friendly, if that makes sense. So if you come at me and you're like, hey, I really just think that this wasn't proper, you know, like a really nice attitude. Like I really don't even want to do this. But... I'm going to do whatever I can to make oh, it right. Yeah. So just be nice. That's a little courteous goes a long way. Because we've had, I mean, our party girls, they work hard because we've had like 12 parties in one day before. I mean, yes. you know, we're Parties we're are a huge portion of income here and events in general, like oh, yeah. leagues and um, field trips, birthday parties, team parties. We also do those, company parties. So my, just another, just be nice, be courteous. Everybody's going through it right now, so just... So what do you need to do? If, let's say I'm going to bring my staff, if I own somewhere, and I'm going to bring my staff to bowl. What do I need to do to do that? So you would give me a call, yeah. or you can email me. Okay. Um, What's your number in your email? My, our phone number here yeah. is 256-456-5510. I'm here Monday through Friday, 10 to 4. <laughs> email is probably the best way to get in touch with me. It's emily, E-M-I-L-Y, at strikethealley.com. And that's how you can book a party. You can also book them online, but if you want to do like a big event, you'll have to want to talk to Emily. Yes, we're going to build your banger. Oh, yeah. That's what we call it. Mm-hmm. So, and we will be right back for segment two. So, I wish you could see Emily, like, in person. Because if you saw her, you would know she's a very lively person. And she has a, I mean, amazing singing career, right, Emily? Well, you want to describe it to our listeners? <laughs> I wouldn't call it a singing career, but I love to sing. I have run a karaoke um, for a couple of years at a local facility. I have auditioned for, you know, American Idol and The Voice. And to be honest, whereas that is about The Voice, it's mostly about a show. It's just a show. Um, And then um, just in general, I love to sing. If I had a voice like Celine Dion, I would sing everything I spoke, but I don't. Um, Which, I mean, I've I've walked in and Emily's like singing in the hallways and we're all like singing. If you pass me 
um, on the road. It's a performance. Yeah. It's a full-blown concert in the car. Um, I don't really hold back when it comes to that. And sometimes even here, I've gotten the microphone and just sang along with the music just because it's what yeah. I do. Yeah. And uh, I have done um, a local music countdown show called Willie's Woods a couple of years ago and I, w- I placed in that so um, I did not win but I did place but I think that guy had an edge because he played an instrument and I don't oh, yeah. my voice is my instrument yeah um, but I love to sing I love Broadway I guess if I wasn't an event mastermind I would Broadway. be a Broadway star what is your favorite Broadway musical of all time Wicked 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 yeah. I feel like I connect with Elphaba which People may not know what Wicked is. And Wicked yeah. is the story of the Wizard of Oz from the witch's point of view. Yeah. So Elphaba is the Wicked Witch of the West. And she and Glinda actually went to school together um, well, and were friends. They weren't sisters. No, they were friends. They were actually roommates yeah. in this. And so um, they go off and everybody makes fun of Elphaba. She was actually a good person. Um, but everybody makes fun of her because she's green. And everybody, like, just gives her a heck and they're like she's too weird she's too powerful like what the mess and so everybody in Oz is like she's you know an outcast and so they kind of brush her off and so finally she gets this persona of well if everybody thinks I'm so evil then I'm just gonna do it I'm just gonna be my own person I'm not gonna bow down because these people tell me to I'm gonna be this powerful person that they're making me and so um that's the whole song defying gravity which is probably my favorite song of all time yeah um just talks about well if i'm flying solo at least i'm free i'm doing my thing and i feel like i connect with her with that so much on so many levels like i quit my nine to five monday through friday um good paying medical office job to just be you know, parties and yeah. do events, making minimum wage because I felt like that's where I needed to be. Yeah. Um, and, and look at you right now. I, mean, I know. Look at me now. I went back to school. Yeah. I was able to go back to college and graduate with a marketing management degree just a couple of years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just from, two years ago. Gadsden State. Gadsden State. Yeah. And now I'm actually on the Gadsden State Cardinal Foundation Board oh. of the, um, I'm one of the events committee. So, I mean, I've grown leaps and bounds because I decided to take that step and defy gravity, I guess. So, that's my favorite Broadway play. Because that musical, it it helped your life, you know, kind of shows you. Absolutely. I've seen it three times in in New York City, in In Broadway, Broadway, on Gershwin Theater, like on Broadway, and then I've seen it in Birmingham as well. Oh, yeah. Is, Is New York the better performance? Yes, because that particular theater is not a travel theater, so it's yeah. like built for it. So it's like not just a stage, but yeah. around. Like you're engrossed in oh, the, whole the world of what is wicked, and yeah. it's it's magical. It's amazing. Now, I've got to ask you if your your role model. I know who you're going to say. Yeah. And she's a country music superstar. Who is it? Dolly. Parton. Dolly Parton. The Dalai Lama. How did how did you get so obsessed with Dolly Parton? Because you're Dolly Parton every time. Oh, I have Dolly everything. I have Dollywood season passes. I have Dollywood books. I have Dolly shirts, earrings, like literally everything. I have all of her books, autobiographies. I've seen her in concert. Favorite song? Favorite song? uh, Nope, Applejack. Applejack. 
It's an Applejack song. It's my daughter's favorite song. And one of my favorite things about Dolly is she's a storyteller. And so, like, when we went to her concert, she would tell the story, and then she would sing the song. And I love music, lyrics. I'm a lyricist, so I tend to go towards ballads. So I love to know the reasoning behind songs. And she did the storyteller, and Applejack's a great story anyways. Yeah. If you ever heard that song, it's... Oh, yeah. It's, I listen, I'm a jukebox here. I go from show tunes to I can rap <laughs> <laughs> with the best of them, me and Dr. Dre. We're oh, tight. Yeah. But, but uh, she is just a classic. She's so smart. She's like... She doesn't... One of the one of my pet peeves, I guess, with a celebrity in general is they give their um, plat they use their platform for negative, oh, yeah. or their politics, or their this. And I'm like, just shut up and sing. Mm-hmm. You know, write your song. Sh- or, and sing. she gave like money, like the vaccine and stuff. They were she gonna, like, did. Make a statue or something. Um, yeah. but they already have a statue. I have my picture oh, with her statue. Oh, in cerebral. In cerebral. Yeah, yes. I've been to that one too. So um, she always does like good stuff. Like she's never. Mm-hmm. She's mad, so. just all in all a good person. She gives, she gives, she does the books that she gives away, Imagination Library, which is great. For up to five, you get a free book every month. Mm -hmm. Um, I always encourage people to sign up for that. Just everything about her is so humble. She's never forgotten where she came from. She that's what made her who she was. There's and, a movie that Code of Many Colors. Yep. Movie. I actually have a friend, my friend Christy Luker's niece was played Stella in the movie. Oh, really? So oh, um, her name is Farrah McKenzie oh, and wow. she is um she's in several shows and stuff yeah. right now even, but she played Stella in both of them. So, uh, the Code of Many Colors and then the Christmas one as well. Yeah, I know somebody else that's like a Dolly Parton super fan. Did you have you been to like any of her concerts like at, at the Opry? I've or, never been to the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, it's so much fun. I've been I twice. Know. I saw Carrie Underwood one time. And I saw Alan Jackson. I've seen time. Carrie Underwood in person. I mean, like, yeah. in concert a couple times. You're best friends with her. She's yeah. best friends. And you're, you apparently met Dwayne The Rock Johnson, too. Yeah, I actually do... Um, uh, I, I work as an extra in movies. Yeah. And I did Baywatch. Yeah. And we filmed that in Savannah at Tybee Island. And... I was in the scene where all the lifeguards are trying out, and um, The Rock t- stood up, and he was really close to me, and he just stood up and turned around and smiled to everybody, and I was like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> like, he's big and nice. just so pretty, so sweet. Um, all the whole cast, the only one I didn't get to meet was Zac Efron. I really wanted to meet him as well because of The Greatest Showman, but... How many, now, how many times have you seen it in theaters? The Greatest Showman, I yes. saw it in theaters 12 times. 12 I saw times. it in Birmingham, in um, Boaz, in the Gadsden, and I went to Orlando. Really? And for some reason, we went and watched it in Orlando theater as well. It was I mean, literally it like the your, greatest musical. Is it one of your favorite movies, though? Yeah. Is it your favorite movie? Um, I decorated my whole office at the factory around it. Wow. It's a like very circus. powerful story as well. Yeah. So I, I just love all that musical, theater, Broadway show kind of vibe. And we're here to announce that she's going to start her own musical show here at the Alley. So you'll oh, be following yes. one night. She'll be singing. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I wish you would. You know, Absolutely. I think we need a karaoke we night here. Need karaoke night. We need a karaoke night. Somebody thought because, you know, that cornhole area, they've actually, apparently, we've talked about having like a dance floor. We did talk That'd about that so and having fun. a stage. I can just I see us up there talking about some Jolene, Jolene, you know? Oh, yeah. You'll sing like, No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not that song. No. It would be more like Patsy, like, um, I go out walking 
after midnight out in the moonlight just like we used to do i'm always walking after midnight searching for you wow that's pretty good and you can see her new record um hitting stores tomorrow so event <laughs> iTunes, i right? wish i would still work here even if i was oh, yeah. famous i would totally this still could be work your recording here. studio this yeah. little office right here very we used to yeah. walk next door and the acoustics are amazing yeah. out there and here not so much but over there yes yeah come to alley for your acoustics yes. and that is a wrap for segment two we'll be right back for our third and final segment all right, so for our third and final segment, Emily's going to talk about one of her favorite things that she loves to obsess over. Because she's obsessed over a lot of things. But, I you do. Know. I do obsess. Um, true crime, right? True crime. I'm yeah. a crime junkie. Yeah. I know so many people are these She days. wanted to turn this to a true crime podcast, but yeah. I wouldn't let her say There's already a true crime I, yeah. podcast, though. Oh, crime yeah. junkies. And they're like... I love Ashley and Britt so much. I've listened to them all morning already. But sometimes I'll turn on while I'm doing league stuff, yeah. just true crime, and I'll be sitting there like, oh, no, <laughs> like my own little world of yeah. true crime. But that's like what I love. I love Bailey Sarian. She does the makeup murder mysteries. Um, yeah, that's you because you like. Yeah, that's murder. like all that's the what, things that I love our together. Bar manager, what's, what's Anna? Is there Anna. Name? She was like, she's like, that's her, you know. I that's said, if I did a podcast, what do you think it would be? And she's like, makeup, makeup, um, murder, murder, and music. And I was like, oh, yes, <laughs> actually, that's it. Yeah. So, um, that is what I would do. I'm kind of sad. This one's almost over. I know. Well, you can be for a second one. Oh yes, okay. it'll have to be like a part two too. Okay. I don't know. Anyways. True crime. What's your favorite? True crime. Your fa- maybe your favorite, like, story from true crime. My favorite. I have like a weird obsession with serial killers, so that's kind of odd. Um, one time did a whole thing on Richard Ramirez, which is the Night Stalker. Yeah. Um, so he's kind of fascinating. I have been to the Death Museum in L.A. Mm. and got to see, like, John Wayne Gacy's actual outfit that he was um, executed in. Oh, wow. And his drawings from prison and stuff like that, which is most people know him as the clown killer. Yeah. And there's like a show in there, right? Yeah, like on Peacock. Peacock. There's yeah. a whole new show. So um, I can't wait to watch, watch that. But like my dates with my husband, we've been married almost 20 years. And so like our dates nights, our favorite thing to do is go home and watch like Law & Order SVU. Thank God Stabler's back. No. And um, so like any of those criminal minds, I often get told I'm a lot like Penelope. I do have purple pink oh, hair yeah. and I'm just a little over the top. So, um, you know, criminal minds, one of my favorites. I love, um, I do watch a lot of Bailey Sarian murder yeah. mysteries. I listen to a lot of crime junkies, but any show movie, stuff like that that's about murder mystery i have a lot of shirts and i think i'm going to sign up for this new thing that they've got on online my husband tagged me it's a new thing going around where it's like they pay you twenty four hundred dollars to binge watch it for 24 hours true crime and it's like tells you the list of what you got to do and i was like oh i feel like i was made for that you make a lot of money yeah it's like a hundred dollars an hour just to watch true crime and i was like oh yeah twenty four hundred dollars dang a hundred dollars an hour to literally do what I do anyway. Mm-hmm. So why not? And one of the stories that you have to watch was Richard Ramirez. So, oh, wow. um, the night stalker, one of my favorites. I'm excited. So have you, okay. Have you, have you thought that you've solved any cases just listening to it? Or you know, any that you said, I, I've solved it. No, no. Some of them, they're all pots and, you know, twists. and blah, blah. Yeah. So I like it. Yeah. 
But I will tell you a really fun fact, though. This is kind of going yeah. off a of true crime, but I really feel like your listeners need to hear this because this is really oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. It's and one of my favorite tidbits about me. Um, I had a relative on the Titanic. You did? I did. Did he survive? Or she? Mm, he didn't. Okay, so um, his name is Jackie S. Futrell. Okay. And he actually um, was an author. Yeah. And him and his wife, Lily May, she used the, actually the one that was related to me because she's from yeah. Georgia. Um, he had he was an author. He was overseas doing a book tour because he wrote, he was an author. Um, they decided, he had a premonition huh. that something was going to happen. So he like signed over his like kids rights and everything because they had two kids to his brother and he was like we're cutting our trip short like this is weird I'm coming home so they decided to come home on the Titanic and then it struck the the iceberg so they were in first class Um, Lily Mae did make it onto a lifeboat he literally had to like force her onto the lifeboats and she actually is quoted saying that when he was when they were lowering her boat that she was on the last vision she had of her husband was he was standing next to Jacob Jet, Jacob Astor, which is the richest man on the ship, yeah. smoking a cigar. Mm. Um, that so he did pass away that night. Yeah. Um, and she actually lived to like the 1980s, and she's right. buried up in Massachusetts. You but never met her? Um, I never got to meet her, oh. but I do have pictures of our families, the few trails. Yeah. Uh, from that, and we actually went to a couple of times. I've been to the Titanic Museum in Pigeon Forge. And they have the cards, you know, and they change oh, them, yeah. like, every quarter. They actually have his now. Oh, they do? And so I have it at home. Yeah. I actually made – I talked to the guy that was, like, running it that day, the general manager. He let us in, um, gave me his card. They actually let us take pictures, you're not supposed Ooh, to, oh, yeah. of him because there's – in um, one of the areas, there's a picture of him yeah. on the ship. So it's really kind of cool oh, yeah, to cool. see that kind of stuff. That's my biggest – my biggest TikTok had <laughs> – uh, was about the Titanic yeah. connection that I have. and. How many followers you got on TikTok? I only have 477. I feel like I'm way cooler than that. Oh, yeah. I feel like I should have way you more. You know, Sydney Burns, she's going to be on an episode soon. Um, she has like 15,000. I know. I, I need mean, to do a TikTok with her. You do need Mine to. is Imagination. So it's E-M dot nation, imagination, whatever. So you can just go follow me. Maybe I'll get some. You do true crime podcast or like TikToks on there? What do you do? No, but I should. I have somewhere I sing for Dolly. I've done a Jolene. I did do a Jolene song. Yeah. Um, I do just kind of like crazy things. Yeah. Um, I don't like to follow the crowd. Oh, yeah. Um, I yeah. guess by my purple pink hair, you can tell, <laughs> but I like to be different. So if it's like a trend, I don't love to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I do it and then somebody else does it, I'm like, dang, I should have done something different. So I like to be different. Oh yeah. So I like and like you said, the purple hair, you know? Yeah. So, I wish we could show a picture, you know. I know. We should. They can just go to strikethealley.com. Oh, And yep, I actually have a bio on there. Oh, that's right. Um, with did. my picture. So, yeah. um Did you write so, your own bio? I actually else? didn't. Who Dallas did. did. Dallas did. Um, and uh, she she nailed it. Yeah. So, um, my Mimi is my favorite person. She incorporated her into the story. She's yeah. not with us anymore. Oh. Um, but I have a tattoo of Butterfly. She's the one that was related to a few trails. Like, we just have... She's like my go-to person when I needed something. My yeah. grandmother. A lot of people say that. And um, one of my favorite songs is Kelly Pickler's My Angel, My Grandmother, yeah. My Whatever. So um, she really is. And so I love that Dallas incorporated my mm. grandmother into my bio as well. Oh, yeah. I've but those are true fun. stories um, yeah. that's on there. So that's kind of cool. It's going to be fun. I've always been different, I guess. I had red rain boots when I was little. What did, okay, I'm going to ask this, and a lot of our 
listeners don't know this, how does it feel working with your husband here as the maintenance man and your future son-in-law? How does that feel? Good. Um, <laughs> it's very different. And with everybody having the same name, it's kind of confusing. So we His have to change them. We have to call him Gibby and Pinky. Yeah. Um, but... I couldn't have picked a better guy for Chloe, so I'm super, he's a great guy, and he loves Chloe with all of his heart, so I'm, um, it doesn't bother me to work with him, I guess, and um, as far as my Matthew, he doesn't come much anymore, so um, he kind of stays at home, and um, he just stays at home with the little kids that I have, I say little, but my youngest is 14, um, and my son works at the wash box in Rainbow City, he's a car wash, so, um, but I love having the chance to work with, to, actually, not just with Matthew Pinkston, the maintenance man, future son-in-law, but, like, all of you guys inspire me every day by your work ethic, and I love being around, I, I know it's weird, because I'm, like, 38 but I work with a bunch of uh, you know young adults and um so y'all inspire me with y'all's work ethic it's very you know spot on I I love that you know keeps me young (laughs) it keeps me young (laughs) um but yeah I mean like and you you don't think about it but the bowling alley we have a lot of maintenance problems I mean we have like every night there's a I need my ball you know thrown back ball stuck ball stuck ball turn on four that's yeah elevator jam see there's those things that we had to google exactly. that we didn't know about exactly like you start well, people think bowling alley employees should know everything about bowling we don't no we, but we we, we know learn. a lot more now than we did oh yeah i think enough to open a second location yeah it's gonna be fun and you so. might get here at first when they decide to yeah on this podcast so sometimes i go to wqsb and i announce stuff but maybe i'll announce it here first now oh you should so be on the lookout for that and we'll be right back for our outro right after this all right, this has been the Boss Man and the Event Mastermind, Emily Gibbs. Thank you for joining. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, any final words before we end it? Um, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> On the spot. I know, I know. Um, I guess my word of advice would be don't be afraid to defy gravity. Mm, there you go. Yeah, so from just from Wicked, my favorite, just take the leap, take the trip. I'm really last minute like I'm up and I'm leaving to go to a different travel vacation destination just take the trip take the leap yeah don't be scared to hold don't hold back do it just do it good stuff yeah Yeah. Emily we'll be back for a second episode remember that you can call her at 256-456-5510 or Emily at strikethealley.com you can also book online and you just live life with the boss man